welcome to Fruitbox, Fruitnet's series of conversations about the fresh fruit and vegetable business with me, Chris White. Every week I talk down the line from here in London with people from across the world of fresh produce about some of the biggest issues they face today. My aim is that these 15-minute conversations, twice a week, give you the best insight into how to do better business in fresh fruits and vegetables. Now, this week on Fruitbox, I want to talk about the global produce business from the perspective of two of the fresh produce business's biggest companies. One has been a big name in our business for more than 70 years and is located in that part of the world that's been exporting fresh fruit for all that time and more, while the other is a relative newcomer based in a part of the world that's emerged as a huge force in the business in the last 10 to 15 years. This week, my focus is on South Africa and Peru. And today it's South Africa. And I'm delighted on Fruitbox to be joined today by Twinny Fuchs. Twinny's the managing director of Cape Span, based in Cape Town in South Africa, and marketing fresh fruit into major consumer markets all over the world. Twinny, welcome to Fruitbox. Thanks, Chris, and thanks, thanks for having me. Now, as I've just mentioned, uh, Cape Span's a company that can trace its origins, well, 70 years and more, to the time when South Africa started exporting fresh fruits and vegetables. Cape Span was formed back in the 1990s out of Cape and Outspan, uh, two of the historic fresh fruit bands in the fresh fruit business that you own, of course. And you now operate in all the major markets of the world, whether it's Europe, North America, and Asia. Uh, South Africa is where you're headquartered in Cape Town. It's where you live and work. But I want to know how important South Africa actually is to the future of Cape Span. Am I right to think that it's, it kind of gets less important each and every year? Um, Chris, not quite. In fact, perhaps even the, the contrary. South Africa remains the core of our business. Um, it's where our roots are. It's, it's where we were formed. It's where um, most of our, a lot of our strong grower partnerships are. And it's also, it's also where Cape Span has itself expanded um, into, into fruit production over the last, last couple of years. So South Africa remains a critically important part of our business. Um, yes, we've put a lot of time and effort into, into building, uh, building into other regions, other supply regions. Um, uh, but uh, but South Africa is is the core of our business, and it will remain that way. Mm. Uh, you you operate though as a as a global business, um, and are you not therefore concerned that you become almost too much of a generalist? There's something to be said for focus, isn't there? That is to say that you concentrate your energies and efforts on markets where there is the maximum opportunity for growth. I guess what I'm getting at is this: Do you do you see Asia? Um, for your business gaining more in importance for you in future and Europe and North America a lot less. So as it were, the focus of the business changes. You've talked about that base of South Africa and South Africa was always, you know, your, your home for exports was, was almost always Europe. Um, and it's not so much that anymore, is it? Chris, it's it's definitely definitely Asia is is the growth um, growth market for for most South African products for the last for the last couple of years, and certainly for Cape Span, it's also it's also a strong focus focus area. Um, uh, but Europe, UK, North America will always be. Uh, 
crucially important trading partners for uh, for South Africa specifically, but uh, I think for the fruit fruit industry generally, um, and certainly for Cape Span. So I mean, we've we focused on we focused on a on a basket of of fruit, a relatively uh, a relatively broad basket of fruit, uh, but try to specialize in in those specific four product categories. So, um, you know, we've over the last couple of years, you know, we, we, we tried to focus our business even further. We realized over the years, um, we have become perhaps a little bit too generalist and we were playing in too many supply regions. Um, and, you know, in the end, um, you know, the business became quite fragmented and complicated. So over the last couple of years, a big focus internally has, has been to focus on our core markets for our core products and our core supply regions with our grower partners. Um, and Asia certainly is a very, very strong focus um, there. Now, uh, I, I'm guessing that deciduous and citrus fruit continues to be where your core competence lies. Um, and that's, you know, a pretty focused, but also quite a broad portfolio at the same time, I guess, um, I think I think would be accepted. And, it, and it's generally accepted that citrus has prospered in recent years. Um, and uh, the key deciduous lines, such as apples and pears and grapes, have all been, you know, I think it's fair to say, under some pressure. You're missing out, though, aren't you, on all those, all the action in, in those areas like avocados and berries and kiwi fruit, where there's been a lot of growth in in recent years. Does that does that worry you? Yeah, Chris, it, it 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 doesn't it doesn't worry us. Um, yes, well, one one looks at some of the other um, products, and there's been strong growth. Um, um, and it is it is true that some categories, apples, pears, grapes, have had some uh, some pressure in certain certain markets um, but again like I alluded to earlier for us we're focusing on our core competencies um, and we believe that the basket of fruit that we specialize in form uh, a large a large portion of most consumers um, purchase baskets um, and we do believe that if um, if you are able to supply these products reliably from multiple supply regions for longer and longer periods of time, if you excel within your service levels to both your market customers and your supply partners, um, that there is growth in these. Um, in these product categories, and we've certainly seen that internally over the last couple of years. Is year is year round supply still an important uh, issue for you? <laughs> year supply, year supply has has become one of those often talked about things. So, for Cape Span, we very much specialize in. Um, you know, we predominantly a southern hemisphere supply supply players so 
where we can. Obviously, we've got a strong footprint in, in Egypt as well for citrus and grapes, and we've got a strong supply footprint in India for table grapes as well. So we try to ex extend the window as as far as is possible. Um, uh, but realistically, I mean, you're never going to be, as a Southern Hemisphere specialist, never going to be a major player um, in the European supply window for the products which we specialize in. Now, I talked about the, uh, I mentioned the Cape and Outspan brands um, a moment ago. And I know that I can find Outspan branded Easy Peelers, in fact, back in my shops here in London, um, for the first time in what feels like a long time. Uh, how important are these brands for you these days and what part will they play in your future? Uh, and, and I guess what I'd really like to know is, do you, do you detect a change in attitude at your big supermarket customers to these brands? Do you, do you find that we're, a moment of, we're at a moment of some change? Well, definitely, there's, there's definitely signs of change, uh, Chris. I think um, a, a lot of a lot of big um, UK, European, North American retailers have have come come almost full circle. Where a while back they wanted nothing to do with product product brands in um, in many of these products, and 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 you do see signs of change at the moment. Um, a lot of the retailers have realised that um, their consumers. A lot of their consumers who also travel and their consumers uh, uh, do add value to specific product product brands. And especially if it's well-known, established brands, established for the quality and the consistency of that supply and that quality. Um, so we, we've, we've definitely seen some change in call it the established, established retail markets. Um, in other areas, um, like Asia specifically, the, uh, the brands have always been very, very important. Um, um, and we still see that today. So our product brands, product brands feature very strongly in, in Asia still, very strongly in, 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 in North America. Um, and they seem to be making a comeback in um, in areas like Europe and and the UK. Um, always had a ex very strong presence in our, with our brands in the Middle East. Um, so yes, I think I mean depending on depending on the markets, um, uh, the product brands still have a have a very important role to play. Um, for Cape Span, we've we've been focusing also very very heavily on our service brand, which is Cape Span itself. Um, we understand that whether whether a, a key customer is is a product brand player or not, um, what is crucial for us is to make sure that we are able to service that customer better and more efficiently than than anyone else and the same with our grower partners they require a service from cape span access to the premium customers in the premium markets um, and we have to be able to provide that so 
very, very strong focus on our service levels and our service brand that goes with that. I mentioned uh, the issue of change and change is, you know, it's in the air big time at the, at the moment. And of course we know why it's the coronavirus crisis. Um, these first months of 2020 have kind of shaken us up like really nothing else that we've seen certainly in our lifetimes. Um, and everyone is trying to get a handle on what this new so-called new normal looks like. What, what's your take on it, uh, Twinnie? Do you see this as a big moment of opportunity? Yeah, Chris. It's uh, look the the global the global economy is 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 in for a rough ride, generally speaking, for 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 a while. So we're gonna we're gonna be feeling the aftermath um, in one way, shape, or another for for a, for a couple of years. Um, however, I do believe that the uh, fresh produce industry is. Um, is, is certainly in in a significantly better position than most other industries. Um, for me, uh, on balance, um, uh, I could not have hoped to be in a in a in an industry that is better placed than the fresh produce industry globally at the moment. Um, so I believe there's there's going to be significant opportunities. Obviously. Uh, these lockdowns, uh, uh, the lock, global lockdown, has has caused significant upheavals in the supply chains in certain areas of production um, across across the globe. So, the biggest opportunity for us, I do believe, is that um, those businesses who are able to operate seamlessly, who've been able to service their their customers efficiently despite all these up, upheavals um, that there will be an opportunity for them to consolidate further and and to grow uh, there's definitely going to be changes in in consumer demand patterns we've we've already seen that um, and i i do believe that it's it's not just a glitch and that um, there will be longer term positive impacts on consumer consumer demand trends within our product categories. And is that all just about kind of shoppers wanting to eat more fruits and vegetables or is it that they eat more at home or they, they eat less out or, or how do you see that working? I, th- I, th- I think it's, I think it's all of, all of the above, uh, Chris, um, but it's, um, I, I, I do believe, as I've just said, I, I do believe that it's not just the short-term impact of not being able to go out. Mm. Um, it's, it's, it's almost we've seen for the last for the last two decades. There's generally been a growing health trend globally, and I believe that um, that this pandemic has has almost just emphasised that 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 trend mm. um, and a lot of people who who never thought or who were less inclined to think about healthy eating healthy living um, this has forced everyone to to reconsider their lifestyle choices um, and it's certainly not going to have an impact on everyone but I do believe that it will have an impact generally 
it seems that every, every cloud has a, a silver lining and there certainly seems to, to be a silver lining for the fruit and, and, and vegetable business. I guess all of us are looking to see what happens in Asia. It's a continent you've spoken about uh, several times in the, in, the, in, in, the, in the few minutes we've been talking. Um, it's been the engine of growth for the fresh produce business in the last decade. And you've got some pretty important strategic investments in both China uh, and India. What are the signals from there? Um, is, all the, is all the news good news? It's it's definitely definitely not all 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 good news in the short term. I mean, I I just spoke about some of the supply chain impacts um, of of this virus. So, you know, in a market like India, that um, where ninety percent of the of the uh, produce is distributed through wet markets. Um, I mean, they've 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 been they they've been badly impacted by this. Um, their their in, in, entire industry has been 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 affected, and certainly similarly in 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 other areas in Asia and and China, of course. Um, but I do believe, and we can certainly see how quickly it is possible. Uh, to, to recover from that, and you see it see it in China um, uh, as as clear as daylight. So, um, Asia remains a massive growth opportunity for the industry and for Cape Span as well. It's a real focus area for us, but it is a it is a focused focus area. We do believe one should take a cautious approach. Um, we want to grow and we want to be important to a few customers and not just go and dump volumes of produce in those markets because we've also seen how quickly those markets can turn against you when an industry or a certain supply region just goes and dumps a lot of product uh, into those markets. Um, so for us, it's uh, it's 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 very selective, premium customers, whom we can build a long-term relationship with, from multiple supply regions um, in a wider basket of fruit. Mm-hmm. So great opportunities, uh, but but you've you one has to approach it cautiously. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. Thank you, Twenty. That's all we've got time for today on Fruitbox. I was joined down the line from Cape Town by Twenty Fuchs, the Managing Director of Cape Span. It's nice to talk to you again, Twenty. Thanks so much for coming on the show today. Thanks, Chris, and thanks again for having me. You can find today's conversation with Twenty and the many others I'm having here at Fruitbox on our website, fruitnet.com. Our audience continues to grow, and many of you now tune in to these conversations each and every week. It shows the really strong interest there is out there for the best insight at a moment of pretty momentous change out there in the world. I've got more great guests coming on the show in the coming weeks. If you want to feature in a future episode or have some ideas of what you'd like me to talk about on Fruitbox, then do drop me a line to chris at fruitnet.com. Fruitbox is on all the major podcast platforms. You can now stream or download an episode to your phone or tablet. And when you've finished listening, then do start reading because all our magazines are now on your phone and tablet too. They're free to download at Apple's App Store and at Google Play. 
All you need is a connection to the internet, so there's really no excuse not to download them right away. That was Fruitbox, and this is Chris White. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. <laughs>